On this week's episode, Lee Griffin inspires the live chat to start a new drinking game. The chat's not. The chat has moved on. They start a drinking game. Yeah, the, um, the drinking game. What do you want me to do about? Call. What do you want me to do about that? I'm trying to give some guidance. I'm just. I can't tell. I'm just throw, I'm throwing out a separate example. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to play devil's advocate yeah. here, right? Lee's all flustered now. Pissed off. <laughs> so. Are we airborne yet? Have we gotten off the ground <laughs> marathon? The ramp, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. I'm still looking from CTAF I was, for CTAF clearance from the ramp to get onto do, the taxiway. Not crossing the my way on the taxiway. Let me play. Way, Let me play. Doing it my way, we're already halfway to our destination. Doing it Lee's way, we're still on the freaking ground. <laughs> we're staying at 500 feet over Alligator Alley down there. <laughs> Right. Island Fish Company on Marathon, where we're planning on going to eat, is going to close <laughs> at 11, Lee. We got to get there. Fish. They're going to sell out of fish. Right. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <coughs> you, these guys are going to be hammered. What's that? I, I said these guys are going to be hammered. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, this drinking game? I can't see it. It froze <laughs> up again. But, yeah, they're dr- taking shots whenever you cough, Lee. <laughs> Welcome to the Far Aim Podcast. This week, we are covering AIM 4-4-4. This is uh, called Clearance, uh, under Section 4, ATC Clearance and Aircraft Separation. Now, this is some IFR stuff. And um, I w- Scott went through all of the IFR training and never actually took the check ride. I actually took the check ride and passed somehow, and then never flew IFR again. So the reality of this is we're going to kind of, Scott and I are going to act like the students uh, for to pull the information out of Lee Griffin because he flies IFR very regularly, although not in the GA environment. But I think a lot of the radio communications um, you should be fine with. I have faith in you. But um, yeah, this is mainly Scott and I trying to get a free lesson out of Lee here and uh, yeah. using the podcast as an excuse. So we'll... We'll jump right into it. Uh, stop me whenever you have an idea, uh, either one of you, or uh, pop in in the chat. Uh, part A: A clearance issued by ATC is predict or is predicated. Got to use my words. Okay, Scott. Yep. Predicated on known traffic and known physical airport conditions. An ATC clearance means an authorization by ATC for the purpose of preventing collision between known aircraft for an aircraft to proceed under specified conditions within controlled airspace. This is all in bold, which means it's important. It is not an authorization for a pilot to deviate from any rule, regulation, or minimum altitude, nor to conduct unsafe operation of the aircraft. It's purely, this is me adding ad lib. It's purely just for separation. You still got to follow all the other rules, even if you have a clearance. Anything to to chime in on that one? Is that pretty straightforward? Okay. No, I th- I think that's straightforward, but yeah. I mean. So you, you, call, you call these in, you put it in four flight now. Let's be honest. Most people just throw it in four flight and four, four flight magically does it for you. You don't really need to know how it works anymore as long as it tells you. Talking about filing a yeah, flight plan yeah. or what are you that's, talking about? That's mm. how you get your clearance these days, usually, or one of those websites that is linked to it. Your, what do you mean? Like your well, you still have to call air traffic control to get your clearance. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm thinking filing flight plan. Yeah, this is you don't you when you're getting a clearance, 
you would have already filed your flight plan. Correct? Now he's frozen. Yeah, oh, he's boy. Frozen. See, he needs Did to get better internet. you lose me? He always talks about, yeah, oh, Well, you I know, have, you look crystal clear. Right. He always talks about, oh, I have the greatest internet in the world, and it downloads like, you know, I can download the entire content of the global internet into my apartment in 10 seconds or whatever he says, you know. <laughs> and here he is, frozen. Oh, gone. There he goes. And oh, here man. I am, stealing my brother's T-Mobile, and I look crystal clear. <laughs> so, yes, you who's do. Winning? Who's winning now? His is, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Wow. It's normally pretty good. Wow. Yeah. It's still recording, though. Wow. Still says recording on my, my internet end. today. Okay. Yeah. Where, where'd yeah. you guys lose me at? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I'm Bob, and I can download the entire content of the internet into my apartment in 10 seconds. Uh, normally, I can. Oh, here he yeah. is. Frozen. And here I am. Over neighbors. Here, mu- crystal clear. Cruising along. Neighbors must be on inappropriate my- websites or something right now. Bogging down the neighborhood. Yeah, 4K. Yeah. What do you guys oh, yeah. want to use the same thing? It's pretty much there's only one option, South Florida. <clears throat> <clears throat> so I, I said you still got to call up ATC to get your clearance. So I don't know if there is a disconnect between what you're talking no, about. No, no, and what I, I just, about. I was um, thinking, yeah, your clearance. I was thinking in non-towered airports, you're usually getting your clearance when you file. If you're doing it last minute, just wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Like a VFR? Like, what do you mean like, a clearance? I, if you're what flying you out clearance, of a non-towered airport, like up in northern Ohio, trying to do IFR flights, non-towered airport, you're calling, you're typically just calling them on the phone in the back in the day, and then you would file the flight plan. You can get the clearance on the phone too, right? Is that the same, con- could you do that in the same conversation, or am I misremembering how I saw people do this? No, you could... Yes, you. I see what you're saying. That I don't know anybody who'd really do that anymore. Yeah, you typically file on like flightplan.com or Garmin Pilot. I believe their service would allow you to file. I believe um, some packages of ForeFlight you can file on there too. So that'd be one-stop shopping um, for that. But yeah, you still have to talk to ATC. So if you weren't going to file on some of the like commercially available stuff, Garmin uh, Pilot, flightplan.com, for flight, if you weren't going to file there, you'd file on the phone and then basically get your clearance all in one phone call conversation, like you're saying. Run out to the airplane, they'd give you a clearance void time, meaning, yes, clearance is not applicable anymore after this Zulu time. And um, so you'd have to do the math on that, of course. Uh, but yeah, typically you're going to file it and then get make the phone call okay. separately anymore. Just for, bre- just for brevity, gotcha. keep it quick. Yeah. Like we use flightplan.com okay. for filing. Yeah. Uh, but just trying to add some add some stuff so I'm not just droning yeah. on reading the, the book. Uh part B, fourteen yeah. CFR section ninety one point three A states the pilot in command of an aircraft is directly responsible for and is the final authority as to the operation of that aircraft. If ATC issues a clearance that would cause a pilot to deviate from a rule or regulation, or in the pilot's opinion, would place the aircraft in jeopardy. This is bolded again right here, which means it's important. It is the pilot's responsibility to request an amended clearance. Similarly, if a pilot prefers to follow a different course of action, such as make a 360-degree turn for spacing to follow traffic when established in a landing or approach sequence, land on a different runway, take off from a different intersection, 
takeoff from the threshold instead of an intersection or delay operation, the pilot is expected to inform ATC accordingly. When the pilot requests a different course of action, however, the pilot is expected to cooperate so as to preclude a disruption of traffic flow or creation of conflicting patterns. The pilot is also expected Mm -hmm. to use the appropriate aircraft call sign to acknowledge all ATC clearances, frequency changes, or advisory information. That's a long one. We're almost done now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't even know what all that means. I just, I forgot all of it. So like one thing, right. Yeah. It's when you're out the other. I remember like at the airlines. We get cleared for visual approach. And if we planned it like in some like kind of more of the outstations where it's a little bit more pretty much, you could do really good like idle descents for minutes on end and just, you know, 3,500 feet a minute, thrust levers idle and just maintain your speed. And um, we would do that. So you could have really efficient descents into an outstation. But since you're using mental math to back it up or some VNAV or whatever, you could end up high and kind of screw yourself. And so I remember multiple times you would get cleared for the visual field in sight. Okay, clear for the visual. I'd do a 360 on final to lose altitude and come right back down in freaking commercial airline. I really? that, but a commercial airliner nonetheless. Yeah. Huh. Just whatever. Well, what are you going to oh, do? Yeah. I mean, you got to do yeah. something. It's just, if you make it wide enough, nobody notices the difference. I'm, well, maybe yeah. somebody does. But so this would be like... Whatever. You basically be a good person not causing disruptions unless you have to. Is that sum up the entire paragraph B? Yeah, just tell them. Okay. If you're going to do it, you're supposed to tell them. But like we tend to sit here, you know, any clearance you receive kind of supersedes the previous clearance for the most part. There's some things that are like don't really need stated and kind of like, um, what do you say? Like, I can't think of it. But just like un- unspoken, unwritten rules or unspoken rules. And so they just expect you to do certain things. A 360 on final is not really good. That Yeah, for you, it does the job, and it doesn't seem to take that long, but when they only have 10 miles between airplanes, p- miles per minute is fat. I mean, three miles per minute. So if you think about it, to do a 360-degree standard rate turn is two minutes. If you're going 180 knots, that's three miles a minute. So you're look at, look at what you've done in terms of the spacing the ATC is looking for. That's if you did standard rate. If you're trying to keep it smooth, your turn's a lot wider, or you know your bank angle's shallower, your turn's a lot wider, and it takes you a lot longer to get through the turn, of course, because your degrees per minute is slower. So you could really cause a conflict for them. If you're going some time and place, right? If you're going to a busy class Bravo, probably don't do it. Going into a class Charlie or a class Delta where there's nobody else around, it's probably okay, but you really should just have the big picture in mind. And if you think you're deviating from the clearance to an appreciable extent, which I know is subjective. Probably ought to just level with them, get your point across, tell them what you're going to do. Still, You'll probably still get to do it. You just may have to swallow your pride a little bit and be like, hey, uh, we're a little high. We need to do a 360 for altitude or for the descent and come back in. But you should tell them. I just know that we didn't when we when I've done it several times. I've done it twice myself as a captain. I've seen it done, I don't know, five, six times as an FO. D Pyro says uh, forward slip that airliner. Can yep. you can you even do slips in airliners? I have. Oh, you can do all this. It's just still just a big airplane. One time I was I had a crossing restriction to Charlotte. and I was trying to be so efficient, and I ended up I was like not going to make it. So I took the trims. I took the rudder trim, and because the autopilot was on, so I just tweaked the rudder trim 
to kind of to oh, slip yeah? it a little bit. Huh. Just a little bit. Yeah, because you had an altitude and a speed. So you have to go down and slow down at the same time, which is pretty much impossible, depending on what you're trying to do. So, yeah, I did everything I could think of. Put in some aileron trim, put in some rudder trim, and had it fighting itself to get on to get on speed. It worked. Wow. Barely. Yeah. Is that, also, was that the POH? I, or? No. No, no, no. Of course not. It was not out of limits. I mean, it's not out of limits or anything. It was nothing drastic. But that also, I could have just told them, hey, we're not going to make it. Do you want altitude or speed first? I could have done that. And also, I was trying to adhere to within 10 knots of what they told me. I could have been fast and not said anything. And they probably wouldn't have cared. But me, like OCD, I wanted to be like within my 10-knot window. I just barely made it. I don't remember by how much, but I remember it was just barely. You could end up like that conversation you overheard the other day with air traffic control about the guy who was going fast and they called him out on it in front of everybody yeah he was humiliated yeah yeah there's no one to do that they've been cracking down on some stuff too there was um so it's oftentimes like we'll get a clearance to um so especially in like florida you have a lot of uh, convective activity coming through and you're always deviating for storms in florida we go to florida a lot and, and so a lot of times you'll get deviations, you know, letter, left or right deviations for weather. And sometimes they'll give you five or 10 degrees. And a lot of times we'll give it, hey, what's another two degrees? They don't know. Well, they do know because they called. It was a major carrier, not a major, but it was one of the big name carriers. Um, and they called them out on it and they actually gave them, um, violated them hmm. For, hmm. for turning more than what their clearance was. Sounds a little extreme. Uh, a touch, a touch. But if it's a carrier who has bases down there in their repeat offenders, unfortunately, someone needs to be made an example of. Yeah, I suppose. Unfortunately, unfortunately. But if you if you have, like, let's say this particular airline has 30 flights a day along that same path and they create other headaches, it's like, it's not like, okay, yeah, you went two degrees and you didn't cause conflict. But sometimes the corridors and what they're trying to do to get people through the weather all safely north and south, because you're not going too far east or west, you know, um, and it causes other, other conflicts. Eventually, you got to get people to not do it. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, you know. The, before we go on to see, the pilot is also expected to use the appropriate aircraft call sign to acknowledge all mm-hmm. ATC clearances, yeah. frequency changes, or advisory information. Is that just... When you're IFR, you never shorten up the call sign, or is that just the aim being the aim, and it's kind of, that's what you're supposed to do all the time, but a lot of times people don't. No, still shorten it up, just like your normal VFR practices. Like, so when you check on, you know, you use your full name. Like, when you when you introduce yourself to somebody, you know, getting ready for that handshake, you're introducing your full first and last name, right? So give them the full call sign. So, like, you know, whatever, Archer. 2159 or pop. And then when they shorten it to 59 pop, 59 or pop, then you can too. You can still, even an IFR, you can still shorten it to 59 or pop after they do. But what, okay. so you don't want to just be like 59 or pop is a bad one because that's kind of all the, and I don't think anybody would, el- anybody else would shorten it less than that. But, you know, there's um, uh, a lot of airplanes that have a two letter, like Charlie Golf. Like, let's yeah. say it was five, nine, Charlie golf. People just say Charlie golf instead of nine or Charlie golf. You want to give them the last three, you know, type thing, I guess that's kind of the, I don't know if that's what, written somewhere it, or not. Isn't it when they shorten it up, is. then you can use their 
short there if they abbreviate or if they shorten your call sign. That's what I was always taught yeah. as a rule of thumb. I don't that's know. That's literally what that I is. just said. Oh, what, that's whatever, literally what I just I'm said. Sorry. I Isn't that not? I just, did, you, did I did I not say it? Am I going crazy? Seriously. Well, you, yeah, you said you, it in a way said, where I was. I thought that's what it was, and then it's like, wait, can you shorten it then? Even if they said the full thing right away, yeah, the way you, the way you, you said can't it, shorten it until they do. Right. Okay. But, okay. I just want to make. So that what clear. if they just shorten it to Charlie Goff, or they won't do that? They shouldn't. Okay. They shouldn't. And if they do, you shouldn't do it, though. No. Charlie Golf is. There's not enough there. That's not enough. That's not enough to go on. I mean, I know in ones in an airspace sector, how many Gulfstream, you know, two one five nine. Well, that's too many, but one five nine Charlie Golfs are there going to be? Or that end in Charlie Golf? How many are there going to be? Probably not many. You know, probably just you. But still, it's just practice. And I heard the other day, and it was somebody in. It was somebody <laughs> in some relatively big iron. It was, you know, a Falcon or a Gulfstream or something. And the dude did not make one standard call. Every call he made, he shortened the call sign. He said some non-standard phraseology. He was like just trying to be as chill and cool as he could be. But like not one thing he said, not one transmission was uh, like normal or standard beginning to end. Like a lot of his stuff was really like good and clear, and you could tell he had a lot of experience, probably, or at least was good talking on the radio. But he just, he just was. I just when you see when you hear that, it's like, dude, it takes no more effort to just say say it correctly. And and I noticed it. And I'm sure a lot of other people did too. But I don't know. Maybe jokes on me. He's flying a Gulfstream or something, and I'm not. I don't know. I was but I was just. It sticks out to a lot of. I us. I would just talk to him like, like I'm talking to like some. Like a normal person, just be like, uh, "I'm coming in. I want to land. What do I do? You know." And then just wait for them to. Yeah. Know what to do. That's- we'll get we'll get to this segment uh, once we wrap yeah. this up, Scott. Of exactly how you'd handle the um, an IFR communications side of an IFR flight. Part C: Each pilot who deviates from an ATC clearance. In response to a traffic alert and cl- collision avoidance system, resolution advisory must notify ATC of that deviation as soon as possible. And it says the reference is pilot controller glossary, traffic alert and collision avoidance system, the TCAS, mm-hmm. as the lingo is. Before you go on a tangent, if you have one, I remember you talking about the TCAS, having that on like transport category airplanes. Mm-hmm. Where you just are supposed to always go with the TCAS mm-hmm. recommendation, always yep. like trumps everything, which I didn't yep. realize that. Yeah. It makes sense, but I never, I never heard that before. Yep, I just little tidbit I thought was fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, what's an example? Can you remember an example where have you ever had that situation where an air traffic controller is telling you one thing, the TCAS is telling you something slightly different or completely different, and you went with the TCAS? Nope, I've never had the conflict because the TCAS is so like, you know, I guess it would notice it before the other, before the air traffic controller will. And the TCAS systems talk to each other. So typically, if you have two airplanes that are conflict, they'll give them opposite um, calls. Obviously, oh, I didn't know they were to create the margin. I didn't know the TCASs were friends with one another and could. There's chat. some, I'm pretty sure there's something like that, man. I'm pretty okay. sure. Well, 
I'm learning new things every day with the audience. Um, and I could be wrong. Hell, I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there is um, the systems work together. The transponders talk and all that stuff. Yes, Tyler, that was actually one of my responses for reading back an IFR clearance. Just said, okay. What? Scott, you can't I can't, I can't, I can't say do the that. chat. I'm sorry. Every time I do the chat, I get yelled at. I'm supposed to keep an eye on the chat, and then I get yelled no. at when I do keep an eye on the chat. You do, but, but no, read the thing. We okay, don't know what Tyler, Tyler said. said. Tyler said, we, Scott, for, reading back IFR clearance. Okay. I was just saying that. Oh, that yeah. is okay. an actual... No, an actual uh, quote from me. You remember the the twenty four people with they us can, right now. They know what's going the on. The, the thousands of people who listen to it when it's actual episode have no well, clue what you're referencing. Been following the chat. That yeah. is true. Robertberger.com. Uh, click on live. Get on the email list when you're <laughs> listening to this on the uh, the podcast. Uh, join us. Um, you do not get to enjoy all those coughs that I edited out from Lee, uh, but the live listeners do. Uh, part D, part Delta, we'll wrap this up. When weather conditions permit during the time an IFR flight is operating, it is the direct responsibility of the pilot to avoid other aircraft since VFR flights may be operating in the same area without the knowledge of ATC. Traffic clearances provide standard separation only between IFR flights. So yeah, you mm-hmm. gotta see and avoid if you're VFR, even if you're flying IFR. Um, yes. Even if you're flying an IMC, I mean, if you have some, yes. I mean, you can be technically IMC and have some visibility at points, and when you do have the visibility, you should be looking. Yep, you can do. Cla- a lot of people don't understand this. You can be IFR in Class G airspace, which is uncontrolled. There's no radar service. There's no ATC. It's uncontrolled airspace. You can have two aircraft flying IFR. So the see and avoid concept, it's always there. You never escape it no matter what. No matter what rules you're flying under, it's still your responsibility. Just something to yes. think about. How many people are going to be doing IFR in Class G? I don't know, but it's possible. Okay. So, yeah, that wraps it up. We're going to do a quick... Somebody got very excited. It was a first-time chat. Um, there's there's a lot of first-time chatters. My chat's dead, so... How I don't know. It's not working. It's not updating. I've reloaded it already. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, thank you all the the chat that's going on. Uh, flight oh, instructor filmmaker is the username. I think I have a, possibly an idea who this might be based on a profile on Pilot Ground. I saw. Yes, TCAS talk to each other because one plane goes up and the other goes down. Is that? Is, are you agreeing with? With it. He's asking when the Q&A starts. That's usually afterwards, uh, after we finish some sort of episode. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't tell. I thought maybe, when I first read it, I thought you were right, and then it sounds like, I don't know if that's definitive or not. Anyway. I don't know either. I could be wrong. I'm the, allowed to be wrong. Jesus. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, no. yeah. Lee, um, let's be honest. You don't ever yes. allow yourself to be wrong. Well, no, I'm going to be pissed at myself. I am yeah. wrong. But I, Happens oh, yeah. every episode. Happens every yeah. episode. I'm wrong about something. So. When, Lee, when Lee's yep. wrong about something, it gives okay. him anxiety for so, like a week. Oh, I know. And I go become an expert on that. To- I try to go become an expert on that topic. This is all better. I mean, this is, I guess, part of the aviation journey is try to be better. Learn from what you didn't know yesterday, I guess. Yes. So we're going to go. We did a, um, I did a flight 
first time I was on a GA airplane in years. We did a Saratoga flight down from uh, North County, Foxtrot 45 here in Florida to Marathon. Video, my girlfriend did the video on Pilot Ground and you can see it there. But we filed IFR. By we, I mean the owner of the aircraft. Uh, I haven't flown in years, so I was just a passenger in the right seat at this point. But he filed IFR to go down there. And it was just, it was one of the few times in my life where I have actually filed IFR to get somewhere in just a situation that wasn't training, actually using using it to actually how it was intended to be used, not just training scenario-based, if that makes sense. Like the IFR system, you mean? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like legit, it was a VFR day. We could have gone VFR. If I was conducting the flight, it would have been VFR. But okay. he's, the, the plane's IFR capable. Um, I'm IFR capable. Uh -huh. or the, the pilot's IFR capable. I'm not. Uh -huh. So he files IFR because that's just, he's an IFR guy. And so we file and we, we go down to, it was, it was just a fascinating experience. And I want to just kind of like recreate that situation of what, what would be the call outs, what would be said on the radio. Cause I was just, it was like sensory overload for me trying to remember from my training and stuff. I'm like, Oh, what's that call mean? What's that? I didn't, they'd call it the tail number and it was an airplane I'd never been in. So I like wouldn't even recognize the tail number at first. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's us. So that, and then he'd answer it and stuff. He did everything. I just watched, but I wanted to recap it a little bit. If, even though you guys weren't there, just to kind of like simulate it, see what Scott would do. And uh, I'm pulling up Sky Vector right now. Okay. So could you could you pretend maybe a little bit to be ATC slash instructor? Yeah. Like double I about yeah. how how the calls might go. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll pretend we filed. We I won't can. go into all that jazz. Okay. We'll spoke. We'll stick to the spoken radio stuff, which is good for this format of an audio show. But uh, so yeah, it's a Saratoga. So let's call it Saratoga one two three. We're sitting on the uh, the ground. We had already filed. We hop in the plane. We're going lunch down in Marathon, the uh, Island Fish Company down in Marathon. Awesome. Oh, Marathon. Okay, I have Key West in. Uh, what is it? MTH. Recommend. What is it? I have no right. idea. Yeah, I know Foxtrot 45 is well, the... I have that part. Perry. Okay. So Foxtrot 45, F45 to MTH, mm -hmm. which is Marathon, Lee yep. says. Yep. So yeah, we fire up the engines. We're obviously doing our VFR calls. Okay, let's do the VFR calls. Scott. Oh, boy. <laughs> let's just... Let's start... Let's let's do all the calls, okay? All We're right. taxing away from the hangar here. Uh, what what would the what would the first call be? Well, this isn't a small grass strip, uh, but it's say, not what, towered. What it's not towered. It's oh. not towered, but there's oh. traffic. You got to make calls, or it's oh, I would like, just say uh, Saratoga one two three, departing runway two seven. And then I take okay. off. Then I take off. Check for traffic, but that's yeah. I'm for just Scott never for Scott never flying out of there. Oh, that's yeah. acceptable yeah. for. For the demonstration purposes of this, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. okay. So now we're airborne. I mean, you're um, it. I mean, how, like, what I would do, or like, what's correct, what's expected of us. You, how, what I would do when or, it gets when it gets to yeah, whenever you have an interjection, Lee, you just interject. 
We so, all learn things when you do this. Yeah, right. Or argue, which or, either one's awesome. Great. You are supposed to make an announcement before you taxi, before aircraft movement. When you leave the GA that's, ramp. That's I lame. know. Well, it is. Oh, here I am in my Saratoga, everybody. I'm going to taxi out now. Pinky's up. Pinky's up. It's a Saratoga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. <Pinkies> hey, everybody. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I'm taxiing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, you're Turbo or whatever, Saratoga, you're Mooney, you're Bonanza, you're Cirrus, yeah, you know? Yeah. Hey, guys, look at me. I have a plane and I'm taxiing. Yeah. I'm going to taxi out to the runway and take off now. This gentleman, I think, did the taxi call. It, it's a um, North or North County, Foxtrot 45, is, is fairly busy when the weather's okay. I do a taxi call all the time. Always yeah, but you would also, you would be petrified to probably even leave the ramp at this busy of an airport. Oh, well, first of all, I wouldn't that's be flying okay. there. I wouldn't be flying there. And I get that. I'm, and it's totally okay. It's just, it's it not is, a good, okay. It's so not it's a control not, tower, Scott, though. This is yeah. supposed to be in your realm. Yeah. If you flew, well, if you flew down to visit day, me, this would been, be the airport yeah, you'd back, fly into. Back in the day, I'd be fine going in and out of there. Nowadays, uh, I probably would pass on that, but. Because I forgot how to fly um, into airports that have other airplanes. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you if you had but, your plane sitting in the in a T hangar and you had forty five minutes to study the thing and then listen to the radio for a little bit, you'd probably you could you'd be comfortable. It's not that crazy of an airport. Yeah, I'm you sure could I'd be fine. You could do it. Yeah. yeah. So we're. So we we've done our taxi now. We announced our taxi position prior to what Scott said about departing the runway, correct? Can I make a point though on that? Do it. It's pretty quick. The only reason that I I, I most of my career I never made those calls and it'd be 50/50 if I made them today. Probably 70/30 that I wouldn't make them today. 80/20 that I wouldn't make them today for sure, 100%. 80/20 that I wouldn't make them today. But for the majority of general aviation pilots I think there's a great parallel and it's a great learning tool that could be drawn or used between how, and, and you're paralleling your operations at a class E, class G airport to what you would have to get clearance from ATC to do at a class Delta Charlie Bravo. So you haven't grained in your head if you're learning at a class E or G airport and you're used to making, so your call would be like, North. what is it, North County traffic? What do you guys say? North County. Yeah, North County traffic, Saratoga 123, J ramp, taxi to 27 right via whatever, Lima Foxtrot, Alpha Bravo, whatever the taxiway is. So you're putting in a bunch of elements there that will help you if it were a class delta because now you are working through the way I would see it is I see you working through the whole mental process of, of if you were at a class delta that you would request clearance. So I just said, you know, so it's North County traffic, Saratoga one, two, three GA ramp, and then what you're going to do. So what you've done is you've made yourself both the pilot and ATC. If this was, let's just wave magic wand, make it a class Delta. So be North County tower, Saratoga one, two, three GA ramp, ready to taxi. You've said almost all the same things. And then instead of you responding to yourself with what you're going to do because it's uncontrolled, you now wait for ATC to tell you what to do. 
So you're putting a lot of the pieces together, drawing a parallel, and it will gel a lot better and get it rid of probably a lot of anxiety that a typical GA pilot who learns at a class, uh, Golfer Echo Airport, now they go to a class Delta. It's like foreign to them and weird and whatever. And it's vice versa too. If you learn in a class Delta, Charlie Bravo, you go to uncontrolled and you feel like a little bit uncontrolled, out of control because um, there's traffic everywhere. But if uh, I typically look at it from the lens of from an uncontrolled pilot who learns at an uncontrolled field going somewhere busy that's control that has a control tower, that seems since that's the way we all learned, that's the way I tend to look at the progression too. So if you can use and and form the phraseology and think it through like that, I think there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn to smooth that transition from uncontrolled field operations to controlled field operations. That's my that's my perspective. But there, I think there's a, a fine line, though. Tyler just mentioned the chat. Last week, someone was on CTAF asking for permission to cross a runway at an uncontro- uncontrolled field and no one was around. Asked three times and somebody who was listening on a radio finally said, sure. So you don't want your student to be that guy either. Yeah, but hold on. Hold on, though. That is the one instance that anybody knows of that that has happened. And that, yeah, that's retarded. R- ridiculous, I mean. <laughs> that should not have happened. Day. Come on. What's that? He's going to he's gonna have to edit that out now. I know, I know. That's ridiculous. That shouldn't occur, but that's the one instance we know of. But how many people do we have in agreement here between us and the chat that wouldn't have, um, that wouldn't make a taxiing from the ramp call? Most of us. They don't, 80% the chat's of us. Just, the chat's not, the chat has moved on. They started a drinking game. Yeah, the, um, the drinking game. What do you want me to do about? What do you want me to do about that? I'm trying to give some guidance. I'm just, I can't tell. I'm just throw, I'm throwing out a separate example. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to play devil's advocate yeah. here, right? Lee's all flustered now. Pissed off. <laughs> so, are we airborne yet? Have we gotten off the ground? <laughs> at marathon? The ramp, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. I'm still looking from CTAF I was, for CTAF clearance from the ramp. To get onto the taxiway, not cross the runway on the taxiway. Let doing me play. It my way, Let me play. Doing it my way, we're already halfway to our destination. Doing it Lee's way, we're still on the freaking ground. <laughs> we're staying at 500 feet over Alligator Alley down there. <laughs> right. Island Fish Company on Marathon, where we're planning on going to eat, is going to close <laughs> gonna at 11, close Lee. We got to get there. Fish. They're going to sell out of fish. Right. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> You, these guys are going to be hammered. What's that? I said these guys are going to be hammered. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, this drinking game? I can't see it. It froze up again. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're dr- taking shots whenever you cough, Lee. <laughs> do you need to see the evidence of me coughing or do you need to hear it? Because I can mute. It just takes okay. a little more forethought. <laughs> you might. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So we've we've called out on the radio our taxi instructions um now we're to the runway we did scott's call which i thought was appropriate um albeit you I'm sure you can add to it but that would get by what, what would you have added you shook your head you would have added to it well he was just departing the runway right yeah, yeah. I, the I only just, thing i, I would say go ahead. i basically just said i'm taking off watch out you know North County traffic, Saratoga, Sarah. one, two, three, departing two, seven, right. North County traffic is what I would say. Yeah. Okay. That's what I would say, roughly. It's um, nice to say to both ends. 
Because like me, I know that I don't start listening. Like I miss the hat. Like when my wife's talking to me, I miss half the first shit she says. So I need her to like repeat, go all the way to the beginning of what she said. Cause that's typically kind of an important part. That, so that like, usually irritates them, doesn't it? It does. It does, but I need her to do it three times. Like she she starts <laughs> up at the same place that I caught the first time. It's like, no, 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 go back. Yeah. Go all the way to the yeah. beginning. Like I need her to say, hey, Lee, and then start telling, saying what she wants. And that's how I see North County traffic that gets everybody's attention. You've started talking where you are, and then you kind of um, close it with North County traffic as well. Punctuate it as well with North County traffic in case they missed it. Yeah, actually, uh, I do say traffic. I I usually will do it both times. I'll say North County traffic, uh, Saratoga, one, two, three, departing runway two, seven, North County traffic. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So see, now we're really getting the professional Scott Boris. Now we're getting the professional. Yeah, yeah, that's really what I would do too. Mm -hmm. If I'm flying Mm -hmm. around here, like if I'm flying into Norwalk, I'll just say, here on County two three Sierra, downwind one zero. Sometimes I'll say here on County at the end again if I'm feeling ambitious. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with because I know where you're at. It's just yes, I agree with you. There's nobody ever there. You're always the only yeah. person there. I always said it at the beginning and the Bar- end. Barbara says everything I- wives say is important. I just want to add that in. <laughs> And I agree with yes, her. I just that's why is. I needed to go all the way back to the beginning so I hear every little nugget of information in that statement. Yeah, you don't want to miss so important details. to me. It wasn't because you I weren't know. paying attention. Oh no, absolutely. I don't care, you know, yeah, that's what she would say is I don't care what she says and that's not true. I just don't hear it. I need to get my attention and then tell me what you need to tell me. Yeah. All right, so we're off the ground always, now. Always make sure that if there's ever a scenario where she doesn't hear something you said, you point it out. Don't ever let it go. Okay. Yes. Because, <laughs> this is marital because then, then it's not Scott as big Boris. of a deal when you do it next time. Because she'll be like, she'll be like, well, I do it too. Okay. Know? That's important. Okay. That's it important. Oh yes. boy. Yes. Um, so we have finally taken off. Um, it's possible the restaurant's well, still I'm, open. We're I'm trying to get there. to our marathon. He is still key. on the ramp talking, telling everybody every movie taxis. I'm turning on the taxiway seven now taxiway seven yep good old okay. taxiway seven <laughs> i don't even know what they call taxiways <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay typically they're letters yeah, I guess um, that and the runways are numbers so you're off the ground yep. at north county scott let's pretend lee was lee was made you do a reset I so sh- now I what radio, now what do you do radio communications wise chatter just gets really annoying you filed IFR though in this case, so oh, you got to pick up what's your the, IFR clearance at some the, point, don't we? What's the squawk code for uh, the radio's not it's working? Is this seventy five hundred or seventy seven hundred? One of them's terrorism. One of them's my radio doesn't work. Which, <laughs> yeah, which one? There's which three of them. There's three of them, and you said the two that weren't right, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Okay, maybe we should do a refresher on that, Mr. Griffin. Wow. So, 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 yeah, seventy six hundred would be for radio communication. Okay. So Tyler says seventy five hundred for a free air show. <laughs> I've heard that. Yes, right, and maybe fireworks, and maybe fireworks if you don't listen. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so <laughs> so so what is it? Which seventy seventy six hundred for radio seventy seven general emergency seventy six hundred radio communication filler seventy five hundred for hijacking seventy seven is hijacking. No, oh dear God, seventy seven is general is emergency seventy five hundred okay. is hijacking. Okay, so anyway, I get in the air, I turn the radio off, and I hit seventy six hundred, and I cruise straight to straight where I'm going. Nobody bothers me. Okay, let's pretend. Let's Done pretend deal. you have like an FA examiner in your plane for some reason. Then what do you do? Well, okay, so I'm yeah. going IFR. I have no idea. I I I got a vague idea. You you gotta you, you gotta pick up probably, your IF. You gotta pick call, up IFR as the lingo I'm at a, some point. You gotta pick up this IFR. Yeah, clear, I'm this gonna call flight plan. You got. I'm gonna call one of the uh, ATC frequencies that are nearby okay. me. That's probably so what I'm gonna do. That, Probably yep, be yep. Palm Beach, I guess, right, Lee? Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit up Palm Beach. Down, do you call Tower Approach? I don't really know. Actually, well, Tower's not gonna be radar. Tower's gonna be literally the, like looking out the window with binoculars. Okay, and they're not so, gonna be able to radar so identify you, call, you to give you a clearance. Call Palm Beach Approach, then. Yep, you got it. And say, what um something I, I don't know, Rob. Like as far as we go in here, because I don't have um. I don't have a plate for them, so I don't know. I don't know how specific we'll get on. We'll get on. Well, so in this case, it depends on how accurate you want to be. So it looks like there is a clearance delivery frequency on the ground at North Paul at North okay. County. So in this case, in real life, um, I don't have again. I don't have a plate. I'm just looking on uh, Sky Vector what they give me. It looks like there's a clearance frequency on the ground at North uh, North County. So you would get your IFR clearance on the ground. And similarly, like I said earlier, they would give you a clearance void time. So you're released in controlled airspace, fly heading, let's say, 180, and that would kind of get you on course if they said that, uh, heading south towards Marathon. Um, you're cleared in controlled airspace, uh, or upon entering controlled airspace, fly heading 180, clearance void if not off by 10 minutes past the hour, for example. They typically give you that or a Zulu time, something like that. Um, and just read that back to them. All right, so we'll release uh, fly heading 180 and entering controlled airspace. Clearance void, if not off, in 10 minutes. Something like that. Uh, Saratoga 123. Yep. Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll talk to you or whatever. So that simplifies things for most people, having that clearance, getting the clearance on the ground. So. In a sense, it it simplifies. Okay, so Scott, did you get all that? So we're air, we're airborne now. Let's pretend like we don't have that. Okay, I figured that's where you'd want to go, but I didn't know how yeah, realistic yeah, yeah. you wanted okay. to be. Okay, because I don't even know if we did that. Uh, I don't remember if we picked it up on the ground or not. If it's VFR, if it's VFR, sometimes it's easier to just yeah. get it in the air. That's no problem. You get going because remember, if you get your clearance this way, they are that minute they're in control. They can tell you when to take off. When you get your clearance that way, they are in control. If you just take off VFR and get your clearance in the air, you're yeah. already in the air. They can mess with you a little bit and maybe make your flight a little inefficient, but by and large, you're getting where you're going okay. quicker. So we're in the airborne. We're uh, airborne now. But, so Scott, how would you? What what would that call be to Palm Beach approach, or would it be Palm Beach approach? Or I would say, how would you make that? Yeah, yeah, I would say Palm Beach approach. Saratoga one two three, and so I, if I were running uh, 
Palm Beach to approach or departure. I'd say Saratoga one two three Palm Beach departure. Go ahead. I would say Saratoga one two three would like to activate our flight plan to marathon. That's a common way you want to think about things that you tend to think about things as a VFR pilot opening or activate or any of that. That is not really how the IFR system works. Can I try to say it's uh, just from what that flight, what I think I overheard and from training and stuff, I'm trying to, I'm trying to minimize as much as possible. Tell me if I've gone too far. You could just say Saratoga one, two, three, IFR pickup marathon. Is that, would that be short enough to, or how, how would that phraseology work? You could, that would be fine. You could go shorter than that. They know what you're typically, um, I would, a lot, a majority of the time they will go right into it. Like you don't around here, we have this thing and I, I didn't know this until later on in my flying career. Most places you give them the initial call up, just give them everything. Don't wait for this like very um, orchestrated call back and forth. Everybody established communication. That is nice. And it's more than 50-50 that you won't get that, which I didn't really realize. I thought that was a standard. I thought that was kind of the nice courtesy. And that was the etiquette of how you do the, how you do these things. So you don't bombard them and then them just have to re-ask you. But a lot of times, they, as soon as you called up, <clears throat> they would have come right back with Saratoga 123, you're cleared to marathon via... Radar vectors, this fix, this fix. Climb, maintain 8,000. Uh, squawk this code. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's get into the, all that. All right. So, so Scott, okay, that would have sure. worked what Scott said, right? What, what you want to say, so to your point, Rob, what you said, you could go so so brief. You added two extra words. You could have said Palm Beach Approach, Saratoga 123 IFR Marathon. Not pick up. Oh, that's not smooth. That's can we just take a moment? Oh just, yeah, that's a smooth. That's Saber, a smooth just radio communication right there. What? Was, uh, oh, dude, what call was, me Mister Smooth. Was that that's how, how I am, man. Go? So Palm Beach approach Saratoga one two three IFR marathon. Oh man, I I love it. I love it. It's great. And they know what you're. <laughs> they know what you're asking. There's what if they why, say no? no? What if they're like no? You're IFR. You're already in the air. What if they're like? Then you can say Turn whatever. Around. It's a VFR day because I took off VFR. I'm going to go VFR the rest of the way. And yeah. if if there was a reason you thought that was a potential, you better make sure that you have... And a piston, it doesn't really matter because you're probably going to be, especially in Florida, you're going to be able to fly low enough, far enough that fuel wouldn't be a consideration. If they said for some odd reason, and there's only a 4,000 foot ceiling, and I was planning on going at 16,000 or 23,000 in a jet, uh, 6,000 probably would not be good. Probably wouldn't have enough fuel. The amount of fuel it would take is just well. I guess you're below 250. Like let's say let's say they cap me at 11, but I plan to go to 23. It would take a hugely lar- a much larger amount of fuel to go that same distance. So that's a different consideration. But in a piston, a light piston airplane, piston airplanes in general, there's not that big of a difference in specific fuel consumption uh, per per altitude. So um, if they, if you were, you know, if they said, "Oh, we don't have time for you," or there was something that that they, that wouldn't happen since you filed IFR, but if you for some other reason had to get, go VFR all the way, most of the way, some of the way at a lower altitude than you wanted, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Okay, especially in, in Florida because you wouldn't hit anything. Yeah, so flat. 
It's very true. It's very true. Okay. Until you get over the water, you know, and then you have, you know, obviously no glide distance. Yeah, the glide distance is bad. And then there's also that cable that goes up like 14 some thousand feet off of the one. Near, key well, yeah, that's further yeah, down by Key West, though. There. That's we're, Key we're, West, though. We're headed. You're we're headed down there shortly. Marathon. You're headed to Marathon. Yeah, it's almost Key West. Um, Isn't that like halfway? Marathon's the island before Key West. The air, the big. I don't, I don't think you're going to hit. <laughs> I don't think you're going to hit that thing, okay. dude. I'm looking it up now because now I feel stupid. Okay. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Continue on. I've, I'm, I'm trying to participate in this drinking game and I've run out of alcohol already. I got to grab another beer. When I co- Lee's going to look that up. I'm going to probably edit this out when it's yeah, the podcast episode. Okay. So we're going right. to come back right. to uh, the, the whatever the, the Bertha thing is. And then Scott is going to pick up his IFR Bertha. clearance. Don't they call it the Big Bertha or something? The, the balloon? The balloon, yeah. I've never heard okay. of that. But I've only been there down there Hold a few on. times. Go get a drink. Go get a drink. Scott, you refueling? I don't have no? anything to fuel up on. God, I just don't understand the miscalculation. Well, it's pretty simple. I'm down to like my last it's Sunday night and I'm down to my last couple beers. And it's like I could save these or it's Sunday night. And all I'm thinking about is how the next five days are going to be complete torture, <laughs> awful, mentally and physically mm-hmm. devastating five days. So I drank those beers. Well, I mean, I guess when you put it that way, but can't you just, I just don't understand. It's so simple to get more. It's so yeah, simple. I, I, I'd have to drive all the way to the gas station. Oh. It's probably almost a mile and a mile half. And a half. Yeah. It's fine. We need to have a button. Half. We need to okay. have a button on pilot ground that it's just like someone can donate on this button. <laughs> and all it does is sets up like the door dash to bring Scott 30 packs. Yeah. So like <laughs> during, sweet. The, during the live stream, it would just be like 16 DoorDash deliveries of 30 packs. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> and then you'd have to drink. I like this. I like this idea. I would definitely, if somebody wants to donate me a 30 okay, pack, I so, will drink. Um, it won't make it through the weekend. No. Though. That's the problem. Okay, so, you, you'll save money because you won't be buying them. Our surplus at the end no, of the weekend. Is still I will put it. In, I'll put it in the basement, and I'll buy my own thirty pack, and I will oh. only use the free thirty pack for the show. Well, I'll be there in a month. I'm wow. loading you up with gallons of rum, so then you. We're in, yeah. You'll always this uh, this this warrants more thought. That's dangerous. It is dangerous. This is this is this is the position you put yourself in. Okay, the the big thing. Where is that, Lee? So I can edit back in. Da 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 da. However, I edit this go. The big balloon is down by Key West, which is, I, I can't draw, it's not four flights, so I can't put my fingers on it, but I mean, Marathon and Key West are a long ways away. It looks like they're, I don't know, 30, 20, 30 miles apart. Okay. So, and I've never, I've, I've, I've never seen that, I've been down to Key West like three or four times flown in there. I've never seen that thing actually in the air. I've seen, you can look and see it like on the ground, you know, it's a huge weather balloon thing. Um, but yeah, that wouldn't have been a factor for you going into Marathon. So the per- for the purpose of this, don't worry about that. But yes, it goes up very high, like fourteen or 15,000 feet, I want to say. All right, Scott, you're now airborne, finally. Yes. Pick up your IFR clearance to to go. I thought we already did that. I, I feel like we talked about it a lot, but like we're going con- to continue oh, the simulation okay. here. So I say Palm Beach Approach, 
Saratoga one two three, and they come back and say, "What do they say?" Saratoga one two three, you're cleared to marathon via. I'm just gonna say via radar vectors. Climb maintain eight thousand. Squawk one two three four. Saratoga one two three. Climb maintain eight thousand. Squawk one two three four. I mean, give them the clearance. So, so um, Jeff brought up in the chat. So, there's an acronym you want to kind of write down. Craft. If you have your knee board, or you have your scratch pad up on foreflight, or if you have a good enough memory, which if you do it enough, it's like unless they give you something complicated, which you should always be prepared for. So that's when your memory could fail you. They could give you something you didn't expect, which would all, and then that totally derails the whole thought train, anyways. But craft clearance uh, limit, uh, route altitude. Um, was FT frequency and then T for transponder code. Um, I mean, I haven't used that acronym in a long, long time, but it, ser- it serves you really, really well. So your clearance, so you're cleared to marathon. How are you going to get there? That's your route. So it's radar vectors. Um, your altitude, eight thousand. You did say frequency. You already called them on it, so that's that's not going to get given to you because you're already talking to them. And then um, the um, transponder code. So. Yeah, so I mean, just keep that in mind how how the the order of operations, if you will, and yeah, make sure you read back everything so you're cleared to marathon via radar vectors. Climb maintain eight thousand. Squawk one two three four. Okay, try it again. Oh, me? Yeah, why not? Oh, I don't remember all that. Yeah, you didn't. What it was one? You said ninety percent of the first time. All you got to do is read back the radar vectors to marathon. Okay, fine. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry about it now. I'm worried about All it right. now. Already... How, where oh, are we okay. going? Let's 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 move on. This is a. I feel like this is a key part, though. You say Saratoga one two three cleared marathon via radar, radar vectors. Climb eight thousand squawk one two three. Four. One two three yes. four. Yep. And that's Saratoga it. One three three. That is every clearance forever. And again. Even when you're like, I feel like I feel like an okay. I feel like an okay is better. You did that with Dawn one time in real life, yeah. Like not a simulation, yeah. and that's hilarious. They gave me too many things at once. If you want me to say something more than okay, don't give me too many things at once. Give me a couple things, and then come back and call me again and give me a couple more. So what did? Go ahead, Lee. Well, the only thing I was gonna say is, I mean, it's IFR and it's so scripted on both ends that. I was going to say, and it's got to flown with you, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I flew with you IFR too. You must have sounded proficient enough for them to give you a bunch of stuff all at once, because they can repackage it and make it. A it little might not. More palatable. It, it may have. It may have only been like three things, four things. Yeah, it probably only was, and that's all I gave you too. Yeah. The route, the the first, the altitude, and the transponder yeah. code. Yeah. That's too and bad. you got two out of three of those because you've 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 handled all of the well, I did give you the clearance limit marathon, but how are you getting there? So but you knew that already. Most of the stuff you know already. So I mean they can they can mess with things. But one advantage, I guess, going back, Rob, of getting the clearance on the ground is that you are freed up from your other piloting duties. You don't have to watch for traffic. You don't the engine might not even be running. You know what I mean? So you don't have to worry about anything. I mean, if it's super sweltering hot, you want a little bit of airflow or whatever. Oh God, but, yes. Um, well, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But 
if it's a moderate day, you don't even have to have the engine running. Turn the avionics on, get your clearance, or do it on the phone if that's what you want to do. I don't think anybody is really doing that anymore, but you could totally do all those things and have all of your faculties devoted on that one thing of copying the clearance. There will be more to it. The whole You'll use the whole CRAFT acronym, um, or not, I guess not. Is that an acronym? I don't think that's really an acronym. I don't really know. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it's an acronym. Um, You'll use the whole thing because you are in a fixed position on the ground. They have to give you everything. When you've taken off and then you're deciding to get the clearance, you've checked some of those boxes already. So, you know, you're already in the air. So you already have the frequency. It's one less thing to, to write down. I guess you still have most of it. That's pretty much the big one I guess you wouldn't get, but. I tend to find this easier to just get the clearance on the ground for that same reason. Um, I wouldn't say it's a last resort because that sounds drastic, but we tend to always want to get a clearance on the ground before we take off. Unless there's like a hardcore reason or it's a known issue getting the clearance on the ground, we typically get the clearance on the ground. And then t- um, even though you're still technically taking off VFR, because you're still, you're still, you still have to look for traffic and all those things, all the collision avoidance stuff in the pattern until your radar contact. So that's still, it doesn't really relieve you of any of that stuff. Uh, it's just, I don't know, some, some peace of mind. I don't really know why, but yeah, it's kind of a last resort to get the clearance in the air for the most part. Yes. Okay. So we, we got our clearance now. When is, so you're climbing yes. up to 8,000 at this, this situation, Scott? Um, headed south towards Marathon for lunch. What is what's the next call gonna be, Lee? Uh, like, what was it? Well, hold on, I I was reading the chat. Would you say what's the next call gonna be? Well, you know, we're climbing the eight thousand feet, headed south for lunch. Yep. You know, in the scenario I was in, where I was doing this IRL in real life, we were we were hitting some clouds, so like we'd be in a cloud once in a while, but like. We were mostly kind of bopping around on top of the clouds, and then the one would come yeah. up, and we'd go through it real quick, and then we're just kind of yep. going a little bump. flying across yep. that pillow top southbound. Mm-hmm. When's when's our next call? Mm-hmm. I, I believe we were right around eight thousand so, too. Actually, that's a good. Yeah, I, no, I be, I believe that that's the right route for the direction of flight and all that stuff. That's why I picked that one. But I mean, it could have been ten. But it seems like you know most of these light GA airplanes. From a density altitude perspective and all those things, 8,000 is pretty much your max. And I've gone to kind of great lengths and I guess convoluted the topic and the conversation with some of my posts on Pilot Ground. But um, 8,000, I pretty much, that's it for me. Uh, there are very few reasons. There are some reasons, but there are very few reasons or scenarios where I would go higher than that. Personally, in a light GA, normally naturally aspirated airplane, 8,000 is kind of the thing. That's just the right direction or the right altitude for the direction of flight going west is your even altitudes. Uh, so going North County to uh, Marathon would be west. So that's 8,000. That's why I picked it. Um, the next thing you're going to be looking for is you're going to be get um, Palm Beach is going to hand you off to Miami Center. Uh, air, that's their air track control center. Um, centers typically handle a much larger geographic region um, then your approach controllers will your your low altitude and route controllers kind of fill all the voids. Uh, or I guess I, sh- I should say centers fill the voids. Actually, that's more the probably the more appropriate way to think about it. The Palm Beach approach or departure 
they're obviously in control of their terminal environment. And then the further away you get, you're going to have Jacksonville Center, Miami Center meeting somewhere to fill in the voids between your controlled airspace surrounding an airport, a busy terminal environment. So your next radio call or the next the next thing that would happen over the radio, you're probably going to be sitting and not getting that much, not, not talking that much uh, for the most part on this route. The next call you'll get is Palm Beach Approach tr- handing you off to Miami Center. Okay, let's simulate this. Scott, you're flying along now. So actually, it would be me. I'd be ATC would be the first yeah. one to yeah, prompt yeah, yeah. this. I'm just getting Scott into and that so headspace, you know. All yeah, right. yeah. I'm, okay. I'm in. All right, Saratoga one two three. Contact Miami Center, and I really wish we were. I wish I would have planned better. Miami Center. Um, contact Miami Center. Um, one three two point four. Saratoga one two three. Miami Center one two three point four. Are you? I tend to say the Saratoga one two three at the end myself. Um, I don't start with it. I always say it at the end. Some people do say it in the beginning, but it seems the most people will kind of button up the 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 exchange at the. So you would say end. you would say Miami Center one two three point four Saratoga one two three four. Yeah, we're using a lot of the same numbers, huh? Yeah, we're well, not very. I said one three two point four to change it up, but oh, okay, well, that, that's okay. Well, let us slip you. You'd find that out when you went to that frequency, and nobody responded to you for a while. Yeah, and that is a that is a tip that I would say if you have a flip flop type com and you're on your previous, you know, whatever frequency it was. Obviously, you talk to them. You go. You go to the next one. Don't if you if you know the next one or you think you know, don't automatically put it in until you have positive. What do I want to say? Positive dialogue with the next frequency. Because you want to make sure somebody's there. If you get rid of that last frequency and you knew you could talk to them, and now you've changed it, because now it was standby. When you put one three two one, I said one three two point four. But if you kind of um, what do you say? Mix it up, yeah. Transpose it, and you put in one two three point four. You put that in, and then you're like, oh, I know the next one's twenty eight seven, and you put that in, but nobody responds. It's like, oh, well, what was the last one where I could talk to somebody? The next one doesn't matter if I don't have this one. So you want to, you always keep the previous frequency in standby until you have positive exchange on the, what should be your new active. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a great point to bring up right now. That's good. Oh, we got a drink. That was all close enough to cough. Uh, No, 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 no. I didn't cough. I'm just going to take a drink anyway. Well, I don't know. What do the judges say? I don't know. Okay. Oh, drink now is what it says. Um in the chat. So come come on. <laughs> so yep. All right. So we've been handed off now to Miami Center. And in this flight, yes. the controller sounded exactly like Rachel Cruz, Dave Ramsey's daughter. Uh it was just very, okay. very odd, like identical voice. So she's she's our controller now she's running that segment just south of palm beach and i think we got handed off to another okay. center controller uh-huh, once we uh-huh. got i'm sure multiple yeah, centers there's a, there a yeah, couple yeah. of controllers we got handed off one we were mm-hmm. passed through two or three in miami to get down to marathon oh, sure. but we're, yes. i wanted to simulate two so we'll do like we're gonna do it on the fly okay either do another handoff or do another traffic advisory because we were getting traffic advisories in South Florida. It was like insane. 
So it was like a constant yeah. back and forth. Just yeah, right. Like welcome to Florida. Yeah, what a tra- like because you're getting traffic advisors all the time flying IFR, which I don't remember that yeah. from my training up in Ohio in the winter time. Just yeah, you never encountered them a lot. That. At least I do. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. You definitely get a lot of them. Scott, you're cruising now, okay? You're heading along. What uh get just get in that headspace again and then you know, a lot of flying's boring, you know, you got the autopilot on. Cruising along. Yeah. 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 Uh so what's the question? <laughs> Nothing. You're just you're, you're just cruising you're along. Just cru- Life oh, is yeah. good. You're cruising around. Yeah. You're supposed to relax. This yeah. was this was the difference. Right. A, I wasn't doing anything other than watching him do everything. So they A that was relaxing, but B it like wasn't a training environment. So I'm like, aren't they supposed to be throwing stuff at us right now? What's going on? Like it's everything just seemed mm. calm and like yeah, it was it was just very odd because the high percentage of my IFR flying is just training for IFR, not actually doing it. Right, right. So you you were much more freed up to like interpret and also like think ahead, look ahead. What should be coming next? What should he be doing next? Why isn't he doing that yet? Why isn't ATC saying something? Like, shouldn't be started down now or, you know, all yeah. these things. Yeah, you get freed up and it's like amazing how far to the airplane, uh, ahead of the airplane you can be when you're not in the role of actually driving the damn thing. Yeah. That always amazes me. And you're not training, and I'm not the one actually flying it. So it was just very relaxing. Anyway, describe the feelings you're having right now. You're just flying through the clouds, headed to lunch, Scott. Are you Mm. hungry? Are you hungry? Are you just, is it more? You're starving now. I'm actually actually thinking, what am I doing in a Saratoga on an IFR flight plan (laughs) going down to Marathon? Because I am not qualified to do this. Aren't there good fish places in Palm Beach? <laughs> there are. I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually thinking like, for one, this is this is not safe because I'm not qualified <laughs> to do this, and two, like this is not a very cost effective meal. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> and I could have Ubered to Utiki and it would have been right, cheaper, and I yeah. could have drank. Right, and I could have drank. Like I drank. I'm just regretting this entire thing. Okay. So I'm just sitting there. What thinking was I about, thinking? Yeah. Like this is this is a terrible idea. All right, you're in it. How many people are in this plane? There's four people. That means I had to save up six six milk jugs for <laughs> yeah, this little endeavor. It's a lot of milk jugs. A lot of milk and, jugs. And, right, and uh Tyler made a good point in the uh chat here. I could be getting hypoxic from uh flying higher than five hundred AGL. So that is outside of Scott's sure. norm. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, you and Tyler have a lot in common with that low. I mean, I'm sure Tyler probably yeah, Ty- has a strap on action getting up to Tyler's 600 Tyler's flying AGL a helicopter, yeah. though. That's normal height. There, Scott's an airplane pilot. All right. Next random call, Mr. Uh, Griffin. That's, I don't think I would call myself an airplane pilot. That's being... Oh, technically, my God. Technically, you are. More than technically. More than technically. Anyways... The next, so the next one, so like you said, you'd get handed off. So we kind of gloss over the handoff. So um, Saratoga one two three, contact Miami Center one three two point four. You'd come back, contact Miami Center thirty two four. Uh, good day, have a good one, take care, whatever. Saratoga one two three. I always try to put a little bit of um, personality in that one. Um, it's just another human being. It's not a robot. I try to put a little. No, no, ATC, ATC is not real people. They're not. Real well, you know, until they bail you out and don't run you into a thunderstorm and give you good vectors that don't take you into a thunderstorm because your radar is broke or whatever, then you have a different 
concept of how to interact with these people. But anyways, so you contact, so you're now about to call Miami Center the next. So you've been handed off from Palm Beach approach to Miami Center. Miami Center, Saratoga, one, two, three, eight thousand. You just say level 8,000, 8,000, 8,000 direct to a fix if that's what they tell you. Um, I don't have any fixes in mind. Um, treasures too far north. I don't know what else there is up there. But So you could say if you had on your flight plan, there's Virginia Key, which you wouldn't do. That's just uh, east of Miami, it looks like. Um, so you could say if you were going down, the, which you wouldn't be. Damn it. I wish I had one. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. Um, Miami Center, um, Saratoga 1, 2, 3. Yeah, level 8,000 is, what I guess, what I would say. In lieu of having a VOR or an intersection, an IFR intersection, which is where two uh, VORs meet and make a waypoint, typically. There's other ways, but um, typically where two VORs meet, that's an intersection. It's given a name. Um, but yeah, in this case, level 8,000 is all I would say. They'll say, um, you want to, if if there was ju- if you were just recently given a a a different clearance or you were cleared direct to a different fix or something. That is when I would say, um, for example, if you were going to get radar vectors direct to marathon and it's kind of changed up as you've gone along here and now you're going to go to a VOR. So um, there's a VOR over here towards Okeechobee called, what is this thing called? Pahokee. So that'd be very close after takeoff, but this is the closest VOR that I can think of that's remotely realistic. So I would say Miami Center, um, Saratoga, one, two, three, eight thousand, direct Pahokee. If you had just gotten a fix that is different or short, um, shortcut some things, it's it's that's all subjective. But if it's a recent clearance change where you're going direct somewhere. I like to just update the next controller with what my last clearance was if it's kind of different in it in any appreciable sense from the original clearance I was issued for the IFR clearance. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So they'll come back. Saratoga one, two, three, Roger. Alti- and, and since you're below eighteen thousand, they'll give you a new altimeter setting. That's it. That's all there is to it. And you'll go through that a couple times, probably. Well, you said a couple times, right? Yep. Getting down to marathon. And then once you get down close to your destination in your IFR, there's some thinking ahead that you may want to do, ideally. Okay. So Can I will get if, if you go I'll, ahead. I'll tell you what actually happened. We got, started to get to the overwater portion, like okay. in the bay. I don't know if that's called a bay. Florida Straits, I think it's called. The south end of the actual bulk of the state before the keys yeah. that open water yeah. there. So you're I'll cro- buy that for a dollar. You're crossing that, and the IFR or the controller. I think at some point once we had gone started to go over water, he said, um, "You want to like Saratoga one two three? You want to cancel IFR and give the airport in sight or something like that? Like suggesting mm-hmm. maybe dropping the IFR, and then." The pilot was like, "No, we can run. We can run in with you." He's like, "Okay." And then he started to give this huge clearance that would have brought us like 10, 15 miles to the west to start to get in like this traffic. He would have had to do it. And then mm. instead of reading back the whole clearance, the gentleman whose plane I was in, he just goes, "Yeah, Saratoga one two three. We'd like to cancel IFR at this time." <laughs> like after they just gone through this whole conversation, whether we want to do it or not, and then they issue this whole clearance. 
And the controller came back with like a chuckle. He's like, that's what I thought might happen. He's like, uh, Saratoga one, two, three, uh, whatever they say when that happens. And then we just kind of went VFR from there just because it would have taken us so far out of the way and there was no more clouds or anything. We had already, you know, it was a clear shot to marathon at that point. You've gotten through a lot of the busy controlled airspace. It's gotten through, gotten you through a lot of, a large portion of the VFR traffic that you're trying to avoid. It's another, all you're buying is another set of eyes. That's, it's a very little inconvenience for a huge margin and safety and a relatively streamlined operation. Just finally IFR and just going. So you went most of the way down there IFR. He's going to give you huge convoluted clearance to get you in line with all the other approaches and people lined up to go into marathon. And you're like, uh, yeah, screw that. We're just going to go VFR. So you cancel the VFR. So the two, you, we come to a fork in the road. If it's a normal day, and let's say you just want to stay IFR for because you have to, or you want to. Let's say you want that. You want that structure, and it's not that big of an inconvenience. So you're going to continue IFR. You're going to get in line. And as you approach the airport environment, you may get handed off uh, you probably stay with Miami Center. I, again, I don't have approach plates, IFR approach plates, so I don't know who the controlling agency is. But as you look ahead, you want to know who the controlling agency is. In this case, it's probably still Miami Center. And that makes it a little bit more streamlined in a sense. But eventually on the plate, you'll see Miami Center and then the frequency that is typically the controller who has jurisdiction like that frequency is who runs that there could be frequency outages and weird inconsistencies, but you want to have that in mind because I like a really good exchange. So you go from the in route guy and then you get to the, that frequency that's listed on the approach plate. And what you want to be able to say, in my opinion, is that final in route controller. You want to call them up Miami center, Saratoga, one, two, three, 8,000, we have the current weather, planning, visual, whatever the runway is at, uh, I don't know what the runways are there. Marathon. I don't know what the runways are. I have no idea. Yeah. It's east-west, pretty much. Say, yeah, so uh, so Miami Center, uh, Saratoga, one, two, three, eight thousand. Current. We have the current weather in Notams. We're um, planning the visual runway nine, landing east, or landing nine, or landing nine left, whatever. Uh, if that was of uh, put the shoe on the other foot a little bit, you're going to Key West with a tower. Um, well, of course, that'd be Key West Tower, but it's the same. It's this, or uh, would still be Miami Center, would still be in control. Miami Center, Saratoga, one, two, three, in um, level 8,000, information delta, planning visual nine. It's you want to have that, in my opinion, that's a really nice touch because if you don't tell them that you have the current weather, if you don't tell them that you have the current ATIS information, Delta, Sierra, Bravo, whatever it is, if you don't tell them that, they're going to ask you, hey, advise information Delta. Do you have the current weather? Or they'll read it off to you or they'll tell you, know, they'll tell you stuff. And it's like, I want to minimize what they have to do. It, that's my job. I need to know that stuff anyways. So if I can write it down and have my... It's very scripted. Yeah, it's very scripted, but it minimizes the exchange, the radio, the, the exchange we have to do and that what clogs up the frequency. So I like that really, really good, smooth exchange. Look ahead, know that frequency. When you get to that frequency, when you suspect you're going to be getting it, have your plate out. Okay, that's the one. I'm going to have this kind of this prepared 
spiel. Get it all out there and uh, should be really, really smooth and sounds really, really good. Okay. So, Scott, you've canceled the IFR. Now you're headed just over oh, the, the Straits of Florida. Now, the problem is I just fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, because it took so long. But see, no, your wife slapped it, you for not listening properly. I just realized it's it's 9.05 p.m. and I've already fallen asleep. I don't, the rest... The restaurant closed. The controls. Yes, that's it's a, it's possible. Uh, yeah. To wrap this up, you got to get this play on the ground now. So this is VFR. So what's your what's your bring us in VFR now to marathon? I feel like you're in your element now. Uh, let's let's assume it's runway nine, or even how, though I don't wh- think it how, is. How far out am I? Uh, this would be let's call it ten miles at this point. What's your call okay. it ten miles out? I would say marathon traffic. Uh, Saratoga one two three four is ten to the north, inbound landing. Uh, what's the active? I don't remember. What you said. Niner nine. I don't think they have runway nine there. But inbound. Let's call it niner. Inbound landing runway niner, marathon traffic. All right, and then no way's responding right. at this point because you're VFR unless there's some other schmuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Flying down the keys. It's seven and two five. Just so we're clear, we sound like we do no show prep, which we don't. We don't. I should. It's like ten that, minutes before we, had we no started. Idea what you're doing? It's like I probably should have looked that up because we're like gonna make fake calls. Yeah, we we should at least have something right. But whatever. No, they're, they're, they're seven and two cares. five at marathon. Yeah. Okay. You didn't do the I distance gave, from the airport, come on, Tyler. I did give a distance and a direction from the airport, Tyler. Over okay. Here he did. Saying, I don't know if he said ten miles yeah. out. I did. You did yeah, say no. North. I did. I did say ten miles out. I said. I thought. I, I thought did you anyway. did. I wasn't sure. sure I, I, I thought did. you did too. Okay. So Tyler's what's the, the Tyler's on the tequila though, so <laughs> he doesn't. He's not making Good sense you, anymore. Tyler. Well, well, Lee has caused him to drink way too much. It sounds like. <laughs> what do you want from me, Tyler? I'm like, I, I know. God, it's the coughing drinking game. So. So what's the active runway going uh, eastly? Seven. Seven. We'll be going seven. So Scott, land runway seven, and then we'll wrap this up. Okay. Uh, you're you're almost at the airport. Out. Yeah. Yep. I'd say uh, marathon traffic, Saratoga one two three four, entering downwind runway seven, marathon traffic. Yes. This yeah. is on downwind. And then right? I would say yeah. I would say marathon traffic. Saratoga one two three four base seven marathon traffic. I'd probably just say marathon. I wouldn't say okay. marathon traffic. Now you're cut. You're you're cutting off. The Would you say left right or right base? Would you say left base or just base? I'd just say base. Yeah, you should say left base. In my opinion, it is just base. Like if you look, I would say aim, right base I'm, if it was a right base. But if it's just a regular standard left base, I wouldn't. Say, I would just say that's base. what I would do. Yeah, I yeah, I, that is probably the most correct. I just don't agree with you. I'd say left. Okay. I'd say left and right as appropriate, no matter what. That's me personally, though. Yeah. So you're and good. Then final call call would be uh, marathon traffic, Saratoga one two three four final marathon. Final okay. seven. No. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Okay. Now it's bedtime. I gotta go to bed. Yeah, it's bedtime. All right. Good night, Scott. Thanks for thanks for flying to Marathon. You can sleep in the hotel room. Lee and I are gonna go drink at the uh, Island Fish Company. That's right. And we'll meet you there later. Yeah. Later. All right. See you, man. Good night. See you later, group chat.
Um, <laughs> I just waved to him. You guys can see. No, we'll wrap the episode officially. Oh, we'll yeah. edit and stuff. Um, Scott's. We'll do a QA, right? Scott's literally gone right now. Or whatever. This was all okay. live streamed. Um, sign up for the live stream, robertberger.com. Uh, click on the live button. Link will be somewhere in the description of this episode below at least one time, if not multiple times. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, pilot Ground, Ground Crew on Pilot Ground. Thank you so much for your support. We're saving up for a couple more mics and a mixer board at the moment. It's going to be awesome. Going to try to do a, a recording in person, all three of us in the same room in Ohio as soon as possible once we get that equipment. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thanks for listening. Uh, that wraps up the episode. We'll go into the, the live Q&A now. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. See ya. Okay, I can get something out of that. Now we'll go what I hope so. Sorry, cut off. I didn't know exactly you were going to roll right into the outro. Um, yeah, the only thing after that, though, I would still say I'm going to have to pee and I need another beer. Okay. But I'm like going super strong. So everybody stay in the chat if you care or don't. I'll, leave, I'll leave this in then after the outro. It doesn't matter anymore. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, I, people, <laughs> they, know the, they know the deal. They know. Um, when you're clearing the runway, I, I don't know. I have such mixed feelings on it. Not mixed, but it's what you should do. In the, but I remember being like, eh, dude, you didn't really need to say that you're clearing because I can see you clearing. If I'm a, the person who matters is the person behind you. And like a lot of people, like North County, and I'm sure there's very busy airports, but like we know like poor Clinton, Sandusky, it's way busy for the lack of control. It's like the wild, wild west, just like the islands are. So you have people, you know, if you're flying the islands in the winter and, you know, ice fishermen and groceries and UPS, FedEx, all that crazy stuff, and you have airplanes going in, I mean, you're like tight on final. Like the person who matters for you to make that clearing the runway call, you know, the person that matters is the person behind you and they can see what you're doing. You know what I mean? They can see when you're clear or when you're clear enough to make the, the turn, you know what I mean? For them to land. So it's like I get that part of it, but I also understand it's, according to the FAA, the right thing to do is make that clear of the runway call. And I remember, you know, kind of not making fun of, but thinking like, it's like, yeah, it's a little overkill to make that call. In the aim, you're supposed to make that call. You know, so it's. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, we we make it. Like we, we at work, we make that call. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. We make that call. And again, it's a good parallel for when you get in the control tower, you know, class Delta, Charlie Bravo um, environment that there is somebody else to talk to, to go call. 
Like, yeah, you're on the same frequency at an uncontrolled field and you're announcing self-announced to other traffic. But now it's, again, just a good mental aid and good practice. I'm going to make the call or I'm going to call ATC, I guess is the bottom line. It's the same milestone event happening, but the way, the how you uh, conduct it, what you say is a little bit tweaked. But it's the same same milestone, if you will. You know? Yeah. Like 9% right. of Twitter. He's the biggest uh, Twitter shareholder. Shareholder. Yeah. Elon? It's crazy. It was, yeah. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. Just today he announced that he's, the, he's now the largest shareholder of Twitter. Because he put a poll out, like, right when they banned the Babylon Bee, like a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. He put a poll out yep. and he said, do you think that Twitter does a good job of upholding freedom of speech? And then... He said something like, think before you answer because the outcome of this poll will have will have major consequences or something like that. And like it was like 80% of people said that, no, they don't do a good job of upholding freedom of speech. And then I guess he bought. He oh, my bought God, Scott, you do exist. I do. From B-Soot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, um, what are uh, we on? Twitch, 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 Lee. Uh, are we live right now? We just w- <clears throat> yeah, we just went live. Oh, okay. The chats, chats rolling right. in. We got some stuff. Maybe Great. we should start. I Great. have the option if if Elon now has owns nine percent of Twitter, we might might stream on Twitter once in a while. Right. If he, uh, it's game yeah, changing. I think. I mean, I will say that he, much. I don't, who knows what the right, fallout? Yeah, right. It'll be if, interesting. If he, if he like takes it over, because some people are saying like he might just end up buying the rest of it or buying the control enough to completely control it. And then, I mean, he would definitely, Elon was running it instead of the crazy person. I I have the option. I can flick a switch and we can be live on Twitter um, with the software we use. It's like built in. Well, now that, now that he is involved in it, I would, I would say it might, uh, might salvage that, that company. Tyler Brunkhorst is on in the chat. Tyler, you guys have the chat yet or? Yeah. No, I don't no, see anything. I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, mine says zero viewers, but there's people in mine the chat, three which viewers. makes me confused. Because well. okay, mine just apparently my internet's horrible today. Um, uh, okay, to get some good frontier like I got. So, yeah, we'll let uh, we'll let some people filter in here, and uh, in the meantime, as always, mm-hmm. what's everybody drinking? I got a happy orchard going on. I got a happy no, orchard. No, Where's it's that angry from? orchard. It's like a Lee orchard. Sometimes, yeah. Angry orchard. I get well, right? Always, always pissed <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, like a like I a Lee a, at a Chicago Target. Scott, what about you? I have a a Bell V seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it? Bell V. Oh, uh, Aldi brand seltzer water. A uh, seltzer water again? Oh, okay. I gotcha. thought we covered this, Scott. Yeah, I don't have. I don't. Are you? I don't can have you not, anything. Can you not afford I alcohol I do, I, anymore? Is that has your budget gotten that tight? I, I do, but here's okay. here's the problem. I buy it and then I drink it you on the weekend. Drink it all. You just you, no matter. How. So have we thought about like how much do we normally drink? Just add another case to that. Is that possible, or would this just that get would just equate to him being more thing. inebriated that, by here, on Sunday than no, actual savings no, of alcohol for the week? 
I buy a I yeah. buy a thirty pack every other week. So the first week of the thirty pack, I would have beer left during the week. But the second week, there is no beer okay. left. Come Monday, it's gone. I'm coming up pack. when I. Co- so you need to go when grocery I come shopping up there, more often. I buy a thirty pack when I come up there. I buy a thirty pack every other week, and then every every week on Friday, I buy a six pack of IPAs, and every other week I buy a thirty pack. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, bar- okay. Yeah. That's quite a science Bar- you have there, Barbara's sir. Barbara's saying like it. it's clearly not enough, but- which is, I agree. Um, I, I'm, I'll yeah. be up there in a month. I'm yeah. going to get you gallons and gallons of rum. Uh, just that'll last you until precaution. That's bad news. That's is the that's plan. Bad news. What? Uh, that way, that way you have to keep dad, you have hmm. to keep mixer, wants- or else you'll just have to drink it straight. That's fine. No, I always right, have Scott. these. I can always. What's your dad got to say? He, he wants to talk to you, Robert. We, oh, he can't see. Okay, Bob, have he him call me. He has my number. Okay. About what? Precosh. Yeah. yeah. He We're wants more expecting seven people to show him. up this year. It's going to be insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, oh. I told him it's probably not expecting yeah. seven. I said I don't know how many. Uh, yes, milk jugs of not rum. the ragers he's uh, used to. No, I'm yeah. sure. I when I used to buy milk jugs, jugs of rum, I always rum, bought yeah. the plastic jugs. That's the much more oh dear lord um okay we're gonna do <laughs> you know it's good when it comes well, in plastic I don't, I don't i don't see it i don't see the that's right that's how you judge quality yeah a screw yeah. off cap in a plastic jug nothing says quality like that remember Rob, i heard though with wine remember, Rob, you that and there's Eamon, it's like an old wives tale you and Eamon and i traveled very far and wide to find a bottle of rum, and I grabbed the plastic one, and you guys were like, "No, get the glass one." And then when we got back to the hotel, I dropped it on the, the floor hotel. and shattered everywhere. MGM. This is Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember like Scott dropped a handle, a glass handle of Captain, and the MGM shattered it and ruined our night. Right, we got we went out front and we got in a cab and we're like, take us Just to the bad. nearest liquor store. And the cab ride ended up being like forty dollars or something like something stupid like that. And it's like we got we finally got this bottle of rum. And then as soon as we got back to the hotel, I dropped it and it shattered all over the floor. All over the <laughs> floor of the MGM. It was yeah. it was on the yeah. casino floor, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was just it was like yeah, close to the elevators, but yeah. Yep. I think I, ju- I, think I just seen walked a floor. away. Oh, t- pretty sure I just walked away. Terrible time. Yeah, we oh, we all just like we're not salvaging that. We just pretended. Yeah. We looked around like who did that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> just went to a slot machine, started putting nickels in, and go man, people around here get out of control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I can add to that, but I won't. Um. Lee, did you get a chance? Are you okay with that uh, that aim section I suggested? Uh, yeah, yeah. Lean on me a little bit, but yeah, I'm actually just the uh, the four dash four dash one. I was thinking do a four dash. I was thinking one? do the clearance clearance one. That'll get us. Yeah. That'll get us yakking. I want to do a simulated uh, simulated. I need to look and see. Where yeah, yeah. Is, I want to yeah. basically cover it that real quick, and then we'll we'll get into uh, like IFR radio stuff which is basically be scott and i trying to pretend 
like we're pilots while you correct us yeah. on a simulated flight in South Florida here down to the Keys. But it's like every other episode. Yeah. Speaking, well, I went, speaking um, of not being though, so. a real pilot, yeah. Lee, I need like I need like a flight review. I know. Well, I was going to actually add to Jeff's post on Pilot Ground today. It's like, yeah, where has Scott been? Because it's been really weird because he's canceled on me the last couple of times. I've tried to go flying or <laughs> something has happened that I couldn't even go flying. So it's like, where is Scott? I haven't seen you in forever. We try to go flying yeah, and right. you can't go flying. I, Just one thing after I another. Flying lessons. Mm. We did have a, we did have them on the books. And for some odd reason, we had to cancel. It was too windy or too rainy or remember, something. But yeah, we have. Yeah. Of course not. That's too convenient. <clears throat> so, yeah, right. the, that's the most recent post as of this live stream on pilotground.com right now. Is, Does Scott Boris exist by Jeff Denovich? He went out to 88 Delta. I think he's going to do an investigative uh, journalist I, honestly, series I don't, here. I don't. Sometimes, that's, sometimes I don't even know if I exist. He, I just lost Scott. I haven't had Scott for, I don't he know, went, 10 minutes. He just went robot voice on me. Um, he may not be real. So I still have myself. Yeah, we're we're, I still we're have letting myself. Lee review. You're still on the the Twitch, so well, somewhat a, a frozen image of you still up there. So it's a placeholder. I'm gonna I'm gonna so. try something funny. Your internet. I'm gonna try uh, something funny here. I'm gonna try something. My funny. neighbors must be all using the internet because mine's not great right now, even though I pay for better service. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm about to have good internet here. Hold on. Is video buffering? You're about to? Yeah. You're about yeah. to? Are you going to do the Starlink? Or what are you saying? I'm going to see if I can get into Gandhi's team oh, okay. mobile. If it'll work. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Your neighbor's internet. Um, I mean, it's not good. Okay, internet, yeah. We're going. We're reviewing 4-4-1. How are we going, uh, man? The aim. We're going to dump into that. Hey. Lee's got to do. Hey. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're back. You're back. Can you? You're can, back. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, Gandhi has better internet than yeah, you do. Yeah, Scott. Oh yeah, he does. It just doesn't all work the all the time. No. Okay. Well, I I'll, I will use his if I I just the only reason I don't switch to T-Mobile is because like it goes out all the time. It can okay. only work sometimes. All right, Lee. What's um, Frontier what, is yeah. very slow, but it works all the time. Gonna be what's a, up, what, a few mem- few more minutes. I'll give you. We got to stall. I, I, th- I oh, think I'm good. All right. I think I'm good. Um, Let's make it the typical yeah. show. I I got half a beer going or whatever this angry thing is. Um, 